leaked tape that led to one of the biggest scandals in sports and changed the NBA forever. A podcast that unearthed it all. This is just like what 2014 was mm-hmm. like. Like, there's yeah. a lot of wild stuff happening. And now, a Hulu docudrama. TMZ was calling again and again and saying, we have a tape, do you want to comment? 30 for 30 Podcasts presents The Sterling Affairs. Let's talk clips. We reshot the scene, and I could barely watch it because it was so uncomfortable. It was tough. A companion podcast to the FX drama inspired by the award-winning reporting of Ramona Shelburne, one of ESPN's top NBA reporters, an L.A. native, and someone who has been following the story from the moment it broke. Join Ramona as she sits down with the cast and crew of the show in spoiler-filled conversations and behind-the-scenes reaction to each episode. Man, this is crazy, but these people live these lives every day. Donald Sterling, this was his lifestyle for a long time. Listen to The Sterling Affairs. Let's talk clear wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, the Blackstone, Tim Callishaw, Woody Page, Clinton Yates. Clinch! Clinch! Walk off walk! Three blocks in one at bat, leading to an ejection. Pennant races are heating up, but also the four walks the Blue Jays gave Judge last night. Woo! Let's go around the horse. That's inserting yourself into something in the in the role of villain. And I think I'm here for it. Maybe I'll get the walk right. Blue Jays are playing for a playoff spot. They should be pitching around. Yankees clinching the AL East. Cardinals the NL Central. Let's start with St. Louis. Fourth most wins in the NL, but division champs. Last two months, this team really putting it together, Tim Kalashaw. Around the horn, too. How do these Cardinals you've seen stack up against the defending champion Atlanta Braves, now tied for first in the NL East? The New York Mets still in first in the NL East, and those Los Angeles Dodgers. The National League is loaded, mm-hmm. and, and so it's going to be a tough, uh, tough road to travel, but I would never put anything past the Cardinals. In October, you got Goldschmidt and Arenado leading the National League in slugging. You got Goldschmidt leading the National League in OPS. And there's just something about that team. Uh, it doesn't really matter who's, who's wearing those uniforms. There's a reason they have the most World Series titles of any National League team. They find weird ways sometimes to win. But this team has been really good for three months. The Brewers spent more time in first place in that division. But once the Cardinals caught fire in, in, in midsummer. There was really no stopping them, and they're playing at the same level as, as the best teams in baseball. What was it that turned the team around, you know, mid-June into July into August? Woody Page, maybe you could start us there. Oh, yes, I will. Uh, Molino had been hurt, and he is the captain of that team. He is the force behind the plate. I mean that uh, literally and figuratively. And Pujols came out of nowhere. People thought he was just on a – Goodbye tour. And he suddenly started hitting home runs. He started being in the lineup on a daily basis. Those two veterans who may be in their last years, who knows, they might come back. But you add them to what Tim was talking about with Arnauto and Goldsmith, who could finish 1-2 in the MVP in the National League. Since the All-Star game, they've had the second best record in baseball. I think that it, when you ask the question about the emergence of Pujols and Molina uh, late in the season, that gave an added dimension to what they were accomplishing. Clinton Yates, look at the NL for me. Give me the rankings. and Where do the Cardinals fit in that? 
Well, to answer your first question, I think it's Quintana and Montgomery coming to bolster that pitching staff at the trade deadline that really gave them some stability that made this team a little different. They're still known to event, you know, to sometimes have scoring droughts that I think are going to be a problem. But I think what matters the most here, Tony, is the matchup situation. They would be, if the playoffs started right now, up against the Phillies. The Phillies can barely beat the Cubs, and they're a team that's been in free fall for quite some time. So when you think about what the Cardinals do from all of the lore of the team and all that, yeah, that's a factor. But the matchup there, I think, bodes well for St. Louis. And Kevin Black. Well, I would just go back to something Tim mentioned. That's just the consistency of the Cardinals, which is why you can never count them out in October, no matter what um, the matchup is going to be. And one of the things that strikes me about the Cardinals is how clean a baseball they play. Um, they do not beat mm. themselves. They will the find Cardinals a way to beat you. They lead way. The, yes, they, of course. Exactly. You can look right there in the <laughs> stats. They lead the league in the fewest errors <laughs> committed. So they're going to be clean behind the, behind the mound. Um, so that's what always gives them a chance. They're not going to beat themselves. And as we pointed out, I mean, they have, they have the pop in that lineup that can explode on you at any time, and you get, they get a lead, they're not going to give and it up. And that's what you're seeing from the Cardinals, seeing very clearly with those new specs you're wearing. And look at the lenses there. I mean, are there even lenses in those glasses? That's how clean those are. Unbelievable. Callishaw, last word on St. Louis, please. You know, the last World Series they won, 2011, a memorable series against the Rangers. Pujols and Molina were veterans then. That was 11 years ago. And they're so you're still, saying they have experience. They're, they're experience. They're still getting it done. Has experience. Incredible. That's exactly right. I, I, if we had time, I would ask you to break down Lars Nubar and his celebration yesterday, walking <laughs> around with a microphone and doing your job for you. But in the meantime, you'll just get mutes because Lars elevated it to an art form. Well done, Lars. We'll move on. Now the Yankees. How about the Blue Jays last night? I said they're playing villains. They're playing for a playoff spot. They should be making the best idea or pitching around Judge with games on the line. That's what they did. Four walks for Judge. We'll get to that in a second. But the Yankees, to have been able to put off collapse. Because there was a time where it looked like 15-plus ah, games was going to fall apart. Never got inside three but somehow fell closer. Clint Yates around the horn to you. What is the expectation now the Yankees have clinched the division? To be clear, my expectation for this team was never World Series or bust. I just don't like the brand of baseball they play. However, I think that morale is as high for this clubhouse as it's been in a long time. You mentioned how it went from a 15-game lead to a three-game lead. They jumped in with a little seven-game stretch there, even though they lost to the Blue Jays the other night. But here's the thing that struck me most. Booney said – after, you know, after a game, he said, listen, the fact that Judge was on that tear, it actually loosened up a lot of the players to be able to do what they do. And so, to me, that's about as good of a situation as you're going to get. You could have argued that this was going to be a major distraction in terms of cameras popping into every single A-B. Hasn't been the case. It's made the team a little bit steadier in their lineup. And everybody, is, again, is in as good a position as I've seen them, you know, be in the but last six weeks. Clinton doesn't like their brand of baseball. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and it's not World Series or bust for the New York Yankees when he faced where do you come down on that? Yeah, uh, Clinton's here talking about branding, not about the team's performances. But it went from 15 and a half games, the Yankees did, down to three and a half that they were leading the division by. So who are we going to get in the postseason? Are we going to get that team that struggled mightily during the middle of the season or the one that's won eight of its last nine games? I don't think you know that. I, I felt this morning like they are the MLLs, meaning most likely to lose in the early rounds of the playoffs when they finally get past their bye. I just don't think overall – I'm 
not disagreeing with Clinton. I just don't think they're really that good and that persistent and that consistent. Okay. So I well, if you're not I, I disagreeing with Clinton, like I'll give Clinton the point back. And we recognize Clinton. What you're saying, you don't like their brand of baseball. It's I the know. home run or nothing uh, style of yes. baseball that they that they've been playing for the last decade. Tim Callishaw, expectation for this team now that they've been able to sturdy the ship a bit. I'm kind of with everybody else. I don't have very high expectations. A lot of really good teams slow down toward the end of the season. The Yankees are 34-36 and 36 over the last 70 games. That's a long time to be chugging along at just under 500. I don't think their starting pitching scares anybody. It's certainly not at Houston's level, and it might not be at Cleveland's level if that's who they end up playing in, in, the, in the first round that they play. So they, they obviously have a few bats that bother people, but some of them, some of the hitters still aren't healthy. I just don't think they're primed for, to do much in October. Kevin Blackstone. Well, I think Houston is the team to beat, and I've thought that all season long, but I'm not going to dismiss the Yankees, and I'm not going to say that the Yankees in New York City go into a season playing just to be in the playoffs. They go into mm-hmm. the season well, to win well, the World yeah. Series, and you can't well, argue well. with anybody about that. In, in the Bronx, they expect this team to win it all, and I expect them to go into the postseason thinking they can That's win that it 2020 all. 2020 vision from Kevin Blackstone, of course. Real quick, the strategy here, all right? We, we saw a lot of full counts, but four walks to Aaron Judge, Clinton Yates last night from the Toronto Blue Jays. You're all right with that? I'm 100% all right with it. First of all, he leads the league in full counts this season. That should be a big part of why your offense is getting better because, hello, people are seeing more stuff and you're adding up pitch counts in situations where you otherwise wouldn't have Woody? to deal with that. I think it's great for this lineup. Uh, I, I think it's important that nobody can uh, accuse – the Toronto Blue Jays of serving him up beach balls. Yeah, okay. They actually. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> so I mean that's that's been the cu- accusations lately. It's that been a week people are now. Trying to let him hit him. Sometimes these things get a life of their own. It's been a week now, but if the team's winning, I don't I don't think there's too much pressure on Judge. We'll move on. Football now. Las Vegas Raiders 0-3. Already resorting to closed door meetings with the owner. This team made the playoffs last year. They added Devontae Adams. And they changed coaches. Josh McDaniels, the head coach this year. Woody Page around the horn to you. Fair to question Josh McDaniels after this first start? Absolutely. I'm familiar with him. He was the coach of the Denver Broncos. Guess what? He hasn't won a game as a head coach since November 10th of 2010. I mean, that's 12 years. We know what's happened in between. I I like him as an offensive coordinator, but there's been a lot of offensive and defensive coordinators who couldn't become head coaches. And look at Bill Belichick's coaching tree. It's got a lot of withered branches. When you think about it, there's 10 guys that have coached in the NFL that were training under Belichick, and it didn't work out for them. So, so far, if you look at the overall talent on that Raiders club, even though they spent a lot of money during the offseason – Adams has been the only one that really has emerged from that. They have a terrible offensive line. It's not all of Josh's fault, but he's the one there. He's going to get all of the criticism. And Kalisha. Well, I, I would just say other than Peyton, I'm not dismissing Peyton Manning. He had a two-year run with the Broncos. Other than that, two-year run of success. Other than that, the only coach to win a playoff game the last 15 years in Denver is named Josh McDaniels. His time there wasn't successful but he did have no, that Woody brief moment his head. where no, he knows it. Pittsburgh and, and moved no, on to the Fox next round. No, Fox was that. that was I, don't, I think it's too early to panic. 
I think the only thing they've done that's really bad and it's pretty bad, is blow a 20 to nothing lead against the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's not a team that you should let. <laughs> that's that's bad. not a team you should let come back on you and, and, and win and get into overtime the way Kyler Murray did and all the rest. They do have offensive line problems. They, they've still got defense. They've still got uh, Carr throwing to Adams and Waller. That will, that will play out. they got to play the Chargers a bunch. they got to play the Broncos and the Chiefs a bunch. They'll have time. Evan, is three weeks too early to think, did we get this right when we were – Getting rid of an interim coach that got us to the playoffs and brought in a new coach? Exactly, because you handed the new coach, who hasn't been successful as a head coach, a playoff team. 10-7 and seven last year. Started last year 3-0, and oh, by the way. So I don't think it's too soon to start wondering why you jettisoned someone who got you in the playoffs and had a lot of emotion on that team. And now you've, in, you've apparently improved, or so we said in the media, improved your roster in the offseason, and then you're off to this start. It's not a good look, and if I'm not mistaken, since the year 2000, teams that start out 0-3 don't have a very good chance of making the playoffs. Clint Yates. Yeah, I wish Tim Kalashaw was one of my parents in high school. Three strikes, you're not out, you'll be fine. But listen, Tony, I tell you all the time, good teams beat bad teams. That's why they're good teams. Bad teams lose to either good teams or other bad teams. Every single team that the Raiders have lost to, the only team those teams have beaten are the Raiders. All right, this <laughs> okay. is not good news. That team is in a terrible position I was wondering right now. where you were going. Definitely time right. to hit the panic button. Uh, very small sample there. Uh, Raiders-Broncos this weekend. That is Josh McDaniels versus Nathaniel Hackett in the coaching matchup. Could come with a parental warning, maybe. Mature audiences only. We'll be back. Buy or sell next. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc. A tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. 
have you and Monty kind of been able to move? I haven't on? spoken to Monty. You haven't no, spoken? I haven't spoken at all. I haven't talked to a bunch of our guys. I've had interactions with everybody, but talking to guys about deep stuff, there's a number of guys I haven't talked to. Tim, what are you buying? What are you selling from DeAndre Ayton and Monty Williams? I'm selling to Monty Williams. I think there's a need to do that after one of your best players who you now have a $130 million commitment to got basically run off the game by the Mavericks offense, their five-out offense, and you haven't even sat down to discuss kind of the altercation you had at the end of game or in the third quarter of game seven. You've had four months to do it. That's so that's weird. on the coach for you. Woody Page? Yes. How about you? I'm, ag- I'm agreeing with Tim. I mean, the coach hasn't tried to clear up the situation in the last game last year when you had a, a verbal confrontation on the sidelines and you took him out with 830 to go in the third quarter, never played him again, and you end up getting him back for four years for $133 million. I don't think this is going to work out, this relationship, at all. Mm-hmm. Clint Yates. I'll buy it. He probably didn't think the guy was even going to be on his team the next season. And even if he was, they needed some room to breathe. And I'm buying it for this reason as well. Aiton said, I'm coming back all business. If that's what you're getting out of Aiton as a result of whatever happened in the offseason, that's a plus as far as I'm concerned for the Suns. Okay. Kevin Black, how about you? No, I'm with Clinton. I'm buying it as well. I mean, that's a tape that you throw in the incinerator and you never look at it or visit it again. It was the offseason. What are they supposed to do? You show up for training camp, you get back to business. We had a long break in August. I didn't call Tony Reale, uh to talk about the last scoring that he gave me in July, which was absolutely horrific. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate it. You could have called me, Kevin. You know, it would have been nice to hear your voice. I mean, Change your number. Well, the point is, Woody, only call Woody's so many saying times. that uh, oh, yeah, he didn't even think he was going to be on the team, which everybody thought he was going to be on the team after the way it ended. And this may be a byproduct of having, hello, a front office that's in complete disarray to begin with because of everything that's, that's going it. on with ownership. I don't know. Watching this play out is going to be interesting. We'll move on. U.S. men's national soccer team. 0-0 versus Saudi Arabia. Catatonic in another World Cup tune-up. Did you see this? Christian Pulisic subbed out. Tossed the captain's armband to his teammate instead of handing it to him. And then, well, he didn't dap up Greg Berhalter either. Berhalter describing the result as one about confidence and the confidence not being there for the squadron right now. Clinton Yates, what do you buy? What do you sell? I'm selling all of this. I'd like to go back to the match against Japan in which they had exactly zero shots on goal. Then I said, that's three out of five what are we doings on the 12-man scale. After this match in which they got outshot by Saudi Arabia again, five out of five what are we doings. Get it together, Berhalter. This is not a tune-up. Y'all are tuned out. Woody Page. I'm selling our team. I know we're supposed to be supportive, but I hate to tell you people, this team is not any good. It's not going to win the World Cup. It's not probably going to win a game in the World Cup. And guess what? After a tie with Saudi Arabia, nobody from Liv Goff or Greg Norman came to hire any of these players to be a part of that. All right. Tim Kalashaw. You know, I get that there's nothing at stake, and I get that those are empty seats in Spain. That doesn't exactly get the juices flowing, but you're, flowing, but you're playing the 53rd-ranked team in the world. Get more than two shots on goal. Get something generated. You don't have that many times to play with each other till you get to and the World Black Cup. And Blackstone. 
I'm selling that this is any way to ramp up for the World Cup. You know what Germany and England just did a couple of days ago? They played to a 3-3 tie. I mean, they were balling out. That's the way you okay, get prepared. Okay, but that was, that was England's first game real. that they played in, in months where they were even the semblance of a squadron. They still have some very They're real problems, too, in that example that you're getting there. Jordan Pifa. I mean, he's dominating the Bundesliga. He's not on this roster right now. Pulisic, who missed the last World Cup. Now we're going to see him against the greatest stage. They're completely disconnected. Not great, Bob. Not great. Woody Page, Tim Callishaw. Thanks for the time today. Clint Yates, Kevin Blasenstone. Showdown coming your way in four minutes and 15 seconds. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Clinton Yates, Kevin Blackstone, good luck in showdown last night. Marlins Mets, three balks in one at bat. Richard Blyer last night went around the horn himself and not in a good way. He argued about it. He was ejected. Clinton Yates, you blaming umpire or Blyer here? I'm blaming Blyer. Listen, Tom Payne, the first base ump, he's umped a couple of different playoff series. He's not a rookie, but that can't happen getting the three. Make an adjustment after one, never mind two. If you get to a third one, you're obviously just trying to make a point, and you ended up getting run for it. Not smart. Well, I'm going to blame the umpire. I mean, come on. It's September last week of baseball. What are we talking about here? One team, it doesn't really matter. Let's just, you want to call three balks? No, just call one and let's move on. Get the game over with. Come on. <laughs> Get the game over with maybe maybe the best point there. But it does matter to the Mets. They've been first for 170 days in the last 172. And now they're back they're to being right. tied. But nobody knows what the balk is. Nobody knows what a balk is. That's the point here. Yes, and he stopped. He did stop. stop. That's why I'm not giving the point to you, Clint. We'll move on. Dolphins-Bengals tomorrow. Matchup of Tyreek Hill, Eli Apple. These two plain don't like each other. Last year, AFC Championship game. Apple had a tackle on Hill that went a long way for Cincy to win the game. Now they're meeting with different teams. Bengals teammates say they have Apple's back. Kevin, how many Bengals will take for an Apple to corral a hill? (laughs) It's a good question. I would say it'll take about three. But whatever you do, at least have one bingle behind Tyreek Hill at all times. I mean, the other day we just saw him running uh, running through the field, nobody near him. That's ridiculous. Can't do that. 
it's going to take one actual Bengal tiger, tiger, just like those white helmets that they're breaking out on Thursday. Forget about Eli Apple. Why are you talking about that guy? You just came off the biggest win of your season, and you're mentioning him? He's already lost a psychological battle, Tyreek Hill. No need to talk about that, dude. White helmets. Thanks for reminding me about that. Like no, I'm excited. Point. Yates, showdown three. Dick Bucket. Bears Twitter takeover. You're looking at it. Hello. And some pocket tweets. And maybe he's searching for, you know, restaurants in his vicinity. Uh, who knows? He doesn't mean to tweet this. He doesn't mean to tweet that. He doesn't mean to tweet this. Clinton, grade the takeover. A plus. It reminds me of the Bears offense. False start. Illegal oh, motion. Illegal wow. shift. Delay a game. And then you got to call a timeout. We love this, Butkus. Please, more of him. We don't love this. Please, can we get Dick Butkus away from social media? This is an embarrassment. What is this guy doing? He doesn't even know how to operate his own phone, for goodness sakes. Oh, my goodness. This is the Bears offense. That is fire take from Yates and get FaceTime. If you don't know, America's fastest growing sport is something that happens on a court with rackets. It's not tennis. It's called pickleball. And now LeBron James is investing in a new franchise in Major League Pickleball because the team, the league, is expanding from 12 to 16. Listen, there are members of this show that play this game quite a bit. I'm not one of them, but you know how I know how good it is? Because Venice Beach, California, where I live, is a hotbed, a powerhouse of pickleball. And every Saturday morning, I go down there and I drink my tea and I watch those guys play. So I welcome the expansion of pickleball to the American sports landscape. Watch him play. Hey, LeBron was talking about maybe going back to college, get his college eligibility to play a sport. Pickleball. Fordham University. Let's get a pickleball team and get LeBron.